When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And today we're talking three things. Uh, this text message conversation Ye had with Diddy earlier this morning, afternoon, uh, Fox News interview, as well as these text message conversations with Tremaine Emery that just happened like an hour ago. And <laughs> we're at the point in this like controversy cycle. I've been through a number of these where it, lines kind of divide between how and why. You have people that are more interested in the why rather than the how, and they're looking for reasoning and examples and are willing to hear Ye out, giving him the benefit of the doubts on the means of communication, right? And then you have people that are more focused on the how than the why, and for them, it doesn't necessarily matter at this point why Ye is saying some of the things he's saying. It's just the message uh is so jarring to them or they disagree with aspects of it so much that they're checking out and uh today is going to be one of those days and some of these things are going to cause those emotions where people are just like mm, don't like that and i'm not here to tell you where the line is for you for anyone uh one of the things i've learned having gone through this uh, a number of times now is that the more you try to tell people this is okay or not okay the more they kind of feel how they already feel so if somebody's disagreeing and you're like this is okay why do you disagree they're just going to feel like it's less okay and if they feel it's okay and you're saying why do you think this is okay you should be more upset then they're just going to feel like it's more okay, they're going to get more upset at you telling them how to feel than they will be at anything Ye is saying or doing. So I'm not trying to tell anybody how to feel about these things. I'm just hoping to get people to understand that we all have different reactions to things and something that you are okay with might not be for someone else and vice versa. And hopefully you can just give each other a little bit of like patience and grace and kindness in that way, um, a little bit of understanding. So just wanted to preface everything with that. But we start off with this, uh, I'm sure somebody's already writing a mean comment about me being a baby. <laughs> but, you know, I, I see a lot of opinions all the time on our Twitter, where we follow 20,000 yay fans on Instagram comments, on reddits where there's like hundreds of thousands of yay fans posting like i see the different ways people are taking this information and i feel for people both the people that are uh rolling with him and the people that are like saddened by all of this so i uh, just hoping for some humanity you know I, maybe i'm asking as much for myself <laughs> as for others but um we start with this conversation with Diddy and Ye apparently talked with Diddy and Diddy had had posted, had done an interview with Charlemagne um, 
and breakfast club or breakfast clubs done i don't know but he had done an interview and he talked a little bit about uh trying to understand yay and kind of walking the line a little bit on not being happy about things but also wanting to support yay and he had been getting ready to put out some merch about yay so did he after like a couple comments out into the world I guess apparently had a phone call maybe with Diddy or with Ye and Ye responded with text messages just saying, I didn't like our convo. I'm selling these teas. Nobody gets in between me and my money. This is my grandfather texting you now. So kind of channeling that spirit of his grandfather who like wouldn't give up his seat. The one from never let me down that we hear about. I imagine that's who he's referring to. Never call me with no uh, BS like that again, unless you're ready to greenlight me, uh, as in like have people go after me, right? Because anybody who got on that tee is me. So essentially saying, if you're going to hurt anybody wearing that t-shirt, then you're hurting me because they are an extension of me. Uh, out of respect for everything you've meant to me, I'll be quiet as Virgil, which is just one of those lines that <laughs> I kicks you back a bit just the way in which he's been mourning Virgil but also then saying something that's as uh like bleakly humorous as that like that's some like very dark comedy on that um but now I know how I've hurt people I love with threats so I guess feeling like the threat from Diddy He's saying, like, I know now what that feels like now that I've had it happen to me. Like, I've done it to other people, and now I understand how they must have felt. Uh, and then he follows that up with, come do something illegal to me now, please, which is uh, kind of like a taunting thing. And this was just, yay, a few months ago. Uh, at the BET Awards, they gave, like, Diddy this Lifetime Achievement Award, and yay was there and showed up. And he had like so much praise for Diddy. This is my favorite artist. You see what I'm saying? Back then it was so many rules to hip hop and he broke all of them. Like Diddy breaking out the way he did in the fashion world, in the branding world. Like, he became this billionaire businessman when that wasn't very normal for hip hop. And he kind of was the blueprint for so many artists that followed. Uh, I go to him for advice to this day. He inspires so many of my life choices, my wife choices. <laughs> He was, he was pretty uh, humor by that. And then he had said he was going to take a year-long hiatus from the public eye, but that Diddy convinced him to be involved with the award show. And any of us in the room, if Puff ever needs us, we need to jump and be there, Ye added. So there's just that, like, kind of that sadness when he's speaking so highly of his respect for Diddy that to then have this guy that he idolizes be like, I think you're wrong and have that moment of do i trust in what did he saying to me or do i believe what i believe and yay's kind of doubling down on his beliefs you know for better or for worse maybe he's right and diddy's wrong maybe diddy's right and yay's wrong but it's regardless of whose side you're on uh yay picking himself in this situation is a very yay thing to do right <laughs> but it's uh it's also kind of this like tipping point in his relationship with Diddy, at least in the short term. So we go from that to Ye then responding to Little Boozy, who had said something to Ye, kind of checking him. And Ye just has one of the wildest, like, I don't even know if I can have it up 
on YouTube for as long it was as it was up. And Boozy's response to this was saying like making a comment like that when you run a school is just like wow. And the optics on that are like yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that Ye's kind of railing against and what we'll see here is the optics. Like Ye talks about the fact that Virgil is someone that did everything that you're supposed to do optics wise. Kim is somebody that does everything you're supposed to do optics wise and look at what's happened to them. He uses them as kind of negative examples. And that's one of the reasons why he's not doing everything the optics way, why he's like so transgressive with the things that he's doing and saying and breaking through these boundaries, which is something that's going to be inspirational to people that are like, yeah, we shouldn't be as like, cow cow towing is is that the word to some of these like societal things we should be speaking about these things or have more transgressive humor and then other people that are just like this is sometimes like hurtful harmful like problematic in ways and the debate rages then on you know how is it problematic you're assuming that these things are going to happen rather than things are going to happen it just kind of it's kind of the hurricane of uh, Ye speaking up and that it creates conversation, but within that conversation is so much tension. And you can make the argument that these are conversations that it's positive for people to have, but it's also like very stressful, <laughs> like uh, just very stressful for people to be engaging on this stuff a lot of the time. And you'll have people that say like, good, exactly why we should be doing it. And then others that are be like it's kind of maybe unnecessary to be doing it um so okay uh he just has another post like that and then we come back to the conversation diddy's response is just as soon as i land we'll meet face to face send me an address and ye just says like f you you fed like <laughs> which is such a a thing to call him out on like being a fed like you're somebody that's part of the the government this operation you're coming to check me um there were people that were wondering if Ye was calling out diddy for being an informant or something but i think it's kind of in line with what yay's been saying about people who have been challenging him in the last week that they're working for others uh, he's seeing like Louis Vuitton, MH, whatever the whole company is. Like he thought Gigi was responding to that. He thought um, Gabriella, the fashion editor for Vogue that he was responding to, was being uh, used by these companies to come after him. So I think when he's calling Diddy a Fed, it's probably in line with that idea of like, you're coming after me, you must be working for somebody. Uh, in the interviews he's given he's mentioned a lot of like npcs bots zombies just kind of grouping people into these categories of uh non-people or like the other characters that are just <laughs> kind of like pawns in the story rather than the main characters of the story so diddy responds then with send me an address let's stop playing these internet games and don't feel threatened you'll be fine just love so that's one of those things where it's like just love, but it like has that little bit of a edge to it. And Ye says, this ain't a game. I'm going to use you as an example to show Jewish people that told you to call me that no one can threaten or influence me. I told you this was war. Now go and get you some business. And he said, Jesus is Jew. So he's 
it's like this anti-semitic statement of assuming that it's like this jewish like group that's sending like diddy after him like the fed right that we just talked about while kind of cutting that with like jesus is a jew so even though i'm saying jewish people remember jesus is a jew so i'm not like against jewish people but i'm saying jewish people here it's like there's it's i feel like you can almost see the intent and there's going to be people of course that are like he didn't mean it that way and then people are like well he still said it and it's a problem and as yeah i yeah it's just one of those things that's just as a jewish person kind of frustrating to see um but i'm just trying to talk to you as a black man and i'm talking to you because this is hurting our people stop and that's all diddy says in response and Ye says anything you text i will post i love you and you guys are breaking my heart i accept your apology in advance so it's like yay is hurting from this as well and this is something we're going to see with uh tremaine as well that yay goes from being like very aggressive in these conversations to then going back to like there's love here and there's somebody earlier on twitter that was like it's brothers fighting brothers fight family fights it'll be okay and it's like yeah maybe <laughs> but not all the time not all the time and you wonder like how diddy's feeling after this um and how yay's feeling like this has to be hard on him as well to be feeling like there's this betrayal from somebody that you idolize so that was the end of these conversations with puff and you can see here he said i'm gonna make it so people won't feel like talking to me no more uh just kind of this isolating thing and somebody did text him and he said i appreciate you so much didn't include their name <laughs> but they said all good bro i think a beautiful move would be to take some of the proceeds from the uh t-shirts and give it given a meaningful way to our people unlike um black lives matter did and yay said love this uh no one will see this coming but now we all see it coming <laughs> uh we'll see what happens with it um but somebody like sending some positive things so time passed and then just an hour ago we got this which is uh the rest of yay's conversation with tremaine or an abbreviated version of the conversation with Tremaine but between between those two events we had the Fox News interview which actually part one happened last night and Ye did this uh whole conversation this was a part where he kind of uh said he mentions that he thought Gabriella and Corey Gamble I think it was were made in a laboratory like they're people that who knows where they came from and suddenly they're put into these positions they have this authority they must be essentially like figures that are uh, posted by the people in charge to kind of set the tone for what the people in charge want it's just kind of playing into that bot mpc um theories or perspective that he's had on these people that are coming after him so i like haven't watched this full interview yet it was an hour last night it was an hour today i've seen clips from it's and reactions from it and there are people that are saying like you know 70 percent of what he said i thought was just normal yay and then there's these wild things that he said with people again being like deal breaker for me not deal breaker for me 
Uh, of course, there are people that look more towards the why with Ye explaining more of what he's doing are feeling like better about things. And then people that are concerned with the how just feeling less <laughs> happy about things. Um, there was like one wild line in this that's probably going to get a lot of the the media look where Ye starts talking about um, alignments of information that he felt like Gap knew about the Uvalde um, shooting before anyone else. And Tucker kind of follows up and he's like, what do you mean by that? He's like, it was kind of this Truman Show moment where this Gap stuff's happening and I see the news for that. And the media is all reporting on it at once at the same time. And it just feels like something that was kind of arranged or something that was uh, organized and then makes a comparison. He he makes a comparison to is he sounding like Alex Jones yet, which is such on brand for Ye's like self-awareness and humor, but then also like going to be something where people are like, yeah, kind of a, a little. Yeah. Um, he also cross cut it with the fact that the amount of deaths that happen like every daily monthly yearly in chicago and the lack of press that that gets at this point and saying why is there this media blitz about this thing and not a media blitz about the other thing what's going on between this um and i think it gets into an overall we're seeing a larger uh theme going on with a lot of what Ye's saying right now with patterns and interconnection between things, which I think makes sense uh, perspective-wise. I feel like people that are religious tend to view things as part of a larger pattern. It's inherent in religion, right? You're part of um, a belief system that feels that there's a, like a God that's influencing, impacting things and there's messages in what happens and connectivity between what happens versus somebody that's more agnostic or atheist that thinks things are just kind of happening. And sometimes they line up just like if you look at the clock every day and you see 1111 and you just happen to look somebody that's more uh, faith based might say me seeing the clock at 1111 means something where somebody that isn't might just say, OK, it's 1111. So we're seeing in a lot of these like interviews and quotes and clips and even Instagram posts, yay, looking for patterns in things. And we're going to see it in the Tremaine Emery conversation as well. Um, and seeing what it means like what does this mean that this happened as this is happening like where's the influence coming from and as much as i just said that there's like a mystical aspect there is a practical aspect to it as well as there are like systems in place there are uh influences that happen on small scales and much larger scales and just looking at media coverage in looking at who owns companies, which is something that Ye really started on when he got into his contract stuff. Uh, he was looking at my contracts with Universal, but it's not just Universal. Somebody owns Universal and somebody owns that. Who's the highest person? And when you look at that, you see, oh, this person that owns this company actually owns these like 60 companies. So all of these companies might be working together or in some kind of alignments and they're best friends with this and there is 
some degree of pattern in the world, some degree of connectivity between things. It's just a question of like how much um, power do you assign to those things and what is coincidence, what isn't coincidence. And it seems that Ye right now is in a place where he's looking for more of the meaning between these things and looking for more of the connections between these things. So that brings us to the Tremaine Emery conversation. So this is an abbreviated version of me and Tremaine's conversation this morning. Okay, so the conversation happened actually before the, the Diddy conversation, right? This is 628 and the Diddy stuff was, can't see it there, here, 816. Interesting. So he posted this conversation second. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Um, so the context for the Tremaine conversation is this. Uh, the other day on one of Ye's posts, Tremaine left this comment where he went in on Ye about Virgil. I got to draw the line. Are you using Virgil's death in your Ye is the victim campaign in front of your sycophant peanut gal algorithm gallery, social media? Your best friend, Virgil, this time last year, you said Virgil's designs are a disgrace to the black community in front of all your employees at Yeezy. Ask Lucette Holland. I got all the receipts. Um, yay. Tell the people why you don't get invited to Virgil's actual funeral. The one before the public one at the museum, you knew Virgil had terminal cancer and you rode on him in group chats at Yeezy interviews. You were so broken. Keep Virgil's name out of your mouth. Keep Gabriella's name out of your mouth. You're not a victim and you're just an insecure narcissist that's dying for validation from the fashion world. Take care. At least we'll always have Uganda. And we talked about that in the previous video where the Uganda reference is that yay took a, a big group to Uganda, including Kim, a few other people, and they were doing some just regular sightseeing. But then there was the the drama of the story that kind of that's kind of been talked about of a standoff in a jungle when they went to do a safari, and there was like actual like fear going on in the group as there was a Ye had a local security team, but also his personal security team, and the two didn't trust each other. And there was that, but they were also working on Yandi and uh, Tremaine was helping with that. He had helped with Blonde and some of the other, like he had had a foot in fashion and in music. So he was around during the making of the Wyoming albums, but also uh, Yandi and I guess in Uganda to help with Yandi. So I don't think he's being sarcastic there. I think it's kind of like you know, we'll have that time where we're working closely and things were good, but that's the context. So Ye even posted that. And he said, in war, they will send your own people at you, which gets back to what I was saying earlier, um, because Tremaine is the lead person of Supreme and Supreme was bought by Louis Vuitton. He's seeing it as like Tremaine isn't just responding based on his own feelings, but is this agent for Louis Vuitton who Ye kind of announced he was at war with um, the head of Louis Vuitton, not just like the fashion house, but the the company at large. Um, so he's seeing Tremaine as an agent of that group. So 
conversation. Tremaine says, you still ain't tell the people why you weren't invited at Virgil's private funeral, uh, why you wrote on him when you knew he was sick. That's the ether. That's the stuff they can't address. Uh, that's the shit you can't live with. All the hate you spewed on your brother. Um, yeah. And Ye said, good to hear from you, bitch. <laughs> Which is just such a... Keep that in mind when we get to later messages shared between these two. But it's just like Tremaine sends a text message and Ye, low battery percents. Uh, good to hear from you, bitch. Just what an opening. Uh, I hated Virgil's designs and you did too. So like just being straight up and it's not like Tremaine posted this and was like, gotcha. Ye said this knowing full well he was probably going to post it. Or maybe he said it and took, you know, 12 hours and was like you know what i have to post it before he does and posted it but he did not like a lot of virgil's designs it seems uh if you loved his design so much why are you and luca not wearing it head to toe christine told me he didn't have cancer and i believed her people don't tell me things is cut off at the bottom so it kind of like Tremaine had accused him of like knowing that Virgil had cancer and still being like kind of hard on him, not kind of hard, but very hard on him. And he's saying, no, they told me he didn't like people don't tell me everything. And Tremaine responds back. I told you, you were so like, you're so full of it. Like I told you. And he said, Virgil never said anything to me himself. I spent the most time of my life with my mom, second most time with Kim, third most time with Virgil. Virgil was the best man at Ye's wedding. So it's like these two go back a long, long time. Uh, I only hired you because Louis Vuitton and whatever the second name is took Virgil. And I love the way you dress and I miss you. So this is a little bit of the like the whiplash from like good to hear from you bitch to and I love the way you dress and I miss you. So it's like it goes from this initial combativeness to reflection and like a kind of a vulnerability that's coming through. Though maybe Ye's saying all that sarcastically. Like Tremaine's like I miss you too and he's just like ah gotcha you bitch. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but uh, it's like 2018 was when Virgil got brought on to Louis Vuitton and Ye started working with Tremaine, as far as I'm aware, in 2018. That's when we first started kind of seeing them linked together more so. Um, and then Tremaine said, told you I see you flying everywhere on but Chicago to check in on him. So apparently he's like following up on this. Like... I told you he had cancer and I told you like you're going to all these places, but you're not going to Chicago to see Virgil and see how he's doing. No, you fired Virgil. Uh, Virgil worked himself for years before the Louis job. You and no one else destroyed your I'm guessing the next word is relationship. Is it in the next message? No, but uh, Virgil, I think, started doing more of the off-white stuff in 2013, if I remember. So it was like five years of Virgil kind of doing his own thing before the Louis Vuitton job happened with the off-white collab being like such a like a big thing. Pyrex was the first one. Is that right? Um, but there's something here to like keep this in mind with him saying his mom, Kim and Virgil. Uh, when we get to the next message, but Ye then goes, I've made mistakes. 
I screamed at Virgil. I was jealous of Virgil. I felt betrayed and lied to by Virgil. I felt he gave Drake the green diamond watch just to mess with me. But I love Virgil. Those are the text messages from 2021. If you remember when Ye like posted the group chat photo and it was just like, I want to watch. Like, where's my green watch? And had the Joker <laughs> photo in the group chats. Um, but I love Virgil too, and I miss him. So this is like the brothers scenario, right? Like these two spent almost two decades of time together and working very closely hand in hand professionally. And there's like stuff that arises in that time, especially when you're working at the level that they're working at, where it's just like, yeah, we like would fight. I was jealous, especially of his success. There. I mean, they talked about it in 2018, like Ye really wanted the Louis Vuitton job. And when it went to Virgil, that was just like, how could my apprentice, I think is a fair word in that situation, be the one to get this job when I wanted the job. And that's why they had that huge hug at uh, Virgil's first show where Virgil's like crying, Ye's crying because the love outweighed everything else that was there. And the love still outweighs everything else that was there, but clearly it's complicated. Um, and I miss him and I miss my family. So it's not just like Virgil, it's it's Kim as well. One thing I wanted to say and would have said at the funeral would have been directly to ASAP. I saw Rocky sitting on one side of the funeral and I saw Bari on the other. I just wanted to grab the mic and say, don't let these people split your gang up like they did mine. I'm a leader and Rocky's a leader. Y'all brothers come back together and get behind Rocky the way my gang was behind me at one point. Um, which you can think about like the Chicago gang, like everybody from like that 2007 period that was in that infamous arrival to Paris, uh, like Don C, Ivan Jasper. Um, and even like Jasper the other day in the comments was like the whole crew still tight. It's yay that kind of left us behind. Uh, which was sad to see. Um, yeah, and you can see Ye here kind of like mourning that. But he says that it's like, don't let these people split your gang up like they did mine, where it's not like things that Rocky and Bari did to each other that caused the gang to split up. It was the outside forces, which might be how Ye views this. It's not what I did and what Virgil did that caused the splits. It's what like these powers that be did to us or how they influenced us that caused the splits. Um, and then Tremaine says, I guess this is your long winded answer to why you didn't get invited to your brother's funeral. And then Ye says, so he is my brother then like, you're telling me that I can't say that, but now you're admitting that like, ha, uh, we as people have lost the ability to farm for ourselves. We all take jobs at white companies and whether we like the fashion or not, Bernard's genius, the head of Louis Vuitton is in business. He doesn't give a clue about these posted text messages. He owns real estate. And what do we own? Braids, the word and drip. So uh, this is something that Ye's talked about before, like the the degrees of power and separation. It's something that he talks about on New Slaves, uh, where it's just like they'll throw us the Maybach, and we think that we're like doing great because we own a Maybach, but they own like thirty Maybachs and Maybach, <laughs> Maybach, and they also own like 
all these artists and what the artists do, they own the public and what the public does. It's like the real power is beyond that, which is something he gets into in these next messages. Um, $4 million of Balenciaga drip and I ain't never get paid a dime, which I guess that's maybe the, the Yeezy Gap engineer by Balenciaga or maybe just like the sales since Ye started working with Demna and wearing Balenciaga. We let the colonizers colonize us. We need Martine Rose, though. No cap. She the Oracle. Mix that with J Boogie. Manufacturing. Mix that with farming in our own police force. This is real culture. Thank you for reaching out. This was tremendous. Uh, play on Tremaine the same way. I forget the guy with the hat from Adidas that he was making fun of, but just kind of playing on the name instead of just being tremendous. It's tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you, I think that's what it is. Tremendous, tremendous. Like this was tremendous. Uh, and you hired me because I worked for Frank on Blonde, Endless, and Boys Don't Cry magazine. You know art. Uh, these tremendous teas about to go crazy though. <laughs> so it's like very vulnerable, very vulnerable. And then it goes back to just kind of like sarcasm. And then uh, I wanted to say also, I'm sorry to Shannon for taking most of her husband's time from her and they kids. And thank you for letting me be around this amazing human for so long. Um, Virgil, my life is forever changed by Virgil, just as his was forever changed by mind. As a Christian, Tremaine, I'm sorry for always judging for being an atheist because these texts have brought out something in me that I needed to express, but couldn't find the words for till now. I thank you for that. You've been tremendous. And that's a little like the, the whole yay experience, like in a microcosm where it goes from this mocking like tremendous to now the actual like you've been tremendous i'm showing you a bit more respect and you do see that yay's like really getting vulnerable in a way that he wasn't with diddy whereas like when he was talking with diddy it was just sarcastic the whole time and combative the whole time and with tremaine it starts that way but then he really starts opening up and i imagine like he and tremaine probably did spend a lot of time like connecting and talking in that period where they were working together and i know yay admires diddy but i don't know like the depth of the conversations they've had like three months being with yay every day might be more time than yay spent with like diddy or more like depth than what Ye spent with Diddy to the point where Ye's just like opening up about this stuff. And maybe it's because they both had such like relationships with Virgil that that happened. But he says that in this conversation, you helped me figure out something that I needed to express, but like couldn't. Uh, and then Tremaine says, I'm actually agnostic, big difference, LOL, which there is a big difference like atheism you like don't believe in anything as agnostic you're not against anything it's just you're not sold on any one thing and just kind of living so it's a little less negative a bit more neutral uh in regards to that and then yay says it's hard to find real friends when you a walking meal ticket i loved him as my friend and brother and something that i can't really make it oh okay there's another one um i loved him as my friend and brother he loved me this past few days have felt like an extension of virgil's funeral virgil played the game perfectly and it still killed him he only came with love and only posted the right things same as kim and drake but he still passed we got to take a new approach now so it's kind of like getting to this idea of the pattern that i was talking about before right like the consequences of 
being a good person. And it's like, if you do all this right stuff, and he even mentioned it in the Fox interview tonight, uh, he talked about like Obama and you look at the picture of Obama when he entered office and the picture when Obama left office and what happened to Obama's hair and just like how it aged him. And he mentioned like Virgil's hair loss and kind of making this connection to if you're living in the world the way that this like uh, white society demands of you. Uh, as this black person with power, then it's just going to kind of sap you of vitality. And he's seeing these same things with like Kim and Drake and these people that do the performance that society asks of them. But instead of being rewarded for that, they're they're not. They still pass like this drama happens, this and that. And that just gets back to, I think, some of that belief in patterning and consequences that maybe like Tremaine or myself, as I'm more agnostic than anything, or I'm like agnostic, I uh, would just be like, it happens. Like you can say the right things and live a long life. You can say the right things and have something terrible happen. You can say the wrong things and live a long life. You can say the wrong things and have something terrible happen. Like you can't judge what's the right thing based on just a handful of people who have or haven't done the right thing because it's so much going on all the time and everyone's so different and what happens to them now or later is so different that it's like it's such it's too small of a sample size and maybe using sample size in something that's much more like you know soulful uh is just like the wrong lingo but yeah uh we got to take a new approach now we need more from these companies than to be a black face we need factories in america talk later question mark so it's like a return like we've argued about all of this stuff and you've said all this negative stuff but like talk later uh, which we've seen as like yay fans we've seen that yay beefs with people then makes up with people um almost like by beefing with him you earn his respect in some ways i mean he says it's hard to find real friends when you're walking meal ticket which is some of the irony of the situation because it's like you see people that might clearly be saying everything that he wants to hear just to be like on his good graces or in his good graces um and the people that are calling him out don't get that same benefit of the doubt all the time, maybe, except here Tremaine like is getting the benefit of the doubts. So it's such a, you never know <laughs> what path to take with somebody, but talk later. But you and Virgil and Drake and Kendrick and myself uh, are giving the culture away to these companies for free. Uh, think back on us hurting our tribes in and then... Uh, Louis Vuitton bought Supreme to be able to influence the high school demographic. Then they bought you, brought you in to seal the arts, uh, Black Lives Matter and demographic. Money is not power. Positioning is power. Yeah, so just having money isn't the real source of power. It's the position that you're in, the influence that you have. Real estate is power. That's one of the things I'm sure Ye watched the movie The Founder and had like a similar like oh whoa mcdonald's doesn't make their money selling hamburgers i don't know if you know this or not but the money that mcdonald's makes isn't in the hamburgers it's not in the franchises in the franchiser model the reason why mcdonald's has so much money is they have so much real estate they own the land that every single mcdonald's is on meaning they're not paying 
anyone to operate. People are paying them. Also meaning that if a McDonald's doesn't do well in a location, they can just sit on the land. They can just sell, like rent the land out to other people. That's why McDonald's as a company or Darden, is that the company that owns them now, is like so successful. <laughs> um, energy is power. Food is power. Water is power. So resources, right? Uh, they're not going to give us what we need. We have to put it together ourselves. Louis Vuitton, MBA, Universal, JP Morgan, and so on all divide us to conquer us. We need Ice Cube and Claude Anderson in the same room, not just all the BLMers calling to threaten my life all over again. So I, this is the, the mix where people kind of the how and the why, right? Like there's so much of this stuff that will resonate with people and be like, all right, so Ye said and done this wild stuff this last week, but this stuff, this is like the stuff that I know that he's thinking and know that he's on and you can kind of forgive other things that have been said or the ways in which they've been said because you know the core of what he's saying you might resonate with, agree with, or know that he's coming from like a a good place in that way and then other people will be like this is all nice but <laughs> like the how and how it's being done and the attacks on people and all of that just aren't an energy that they want to be part of or to follow and all of that and yeah so that's uh that's today that is today let's see if yay's posted anything new in the time that we've been making this video 40 minutes are these new no these aren't new okay so that's it for this video i hope this provides some context for everybody but uh if you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us the easiest way is to like comment subscribe any of those things tell youtube this is a channel that people are enjoying so then they show it to others so that's much appreciated and uh till next time stay wavy and keep it loopy cheers with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.